And here he is with the Namely 90s Minute. Why am I saying it so many times? It's on The Rock this week. Uh, the movie The Rock or Dwayne Johnson? The movie The Rock because there's like a Nick Cage movie coming out where he plays himself. But isn't The Rock the one where like Sean Connery breaks into Alcatraz with or something? Nicholas Cage, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize Nick Cage was in that. Yeah. He's Who's the, the woman? Arguably the star of that movie. <laughs> Who's the woman in that? I do not know the answer to that. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there's Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash namely90s with a 90s and get signed up for one of the support levels. Whew. Oh, gosh. Woo. It's been a while. Almost feels like you're on some random podcast that I forgot the name of just now. I can't read two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, two episodes for us. Right. Uh, technically, if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, uh, I was on the nostalgia test. The most recent episode of the nostalgia of the nostalgia test <laughs> podcast. The first test is saying the name. <laughs> yes. Um, Andrew and I had. Well, all four of us picked a power ballad for the 90s. Um, so and Andrew couldn't make it. So I brought both of ours and defended them. And uh, we just tried to see if if they passed the nostalgia test. It's it's a fun little uh, podcast where they go back and look at stuff from like the eighties and nineties. And um, how how did my how did the loaf fare? I chose loaf, a meatloaf song. I think I because it's been two weeks since it's come out, so I don't remember exactly how it fared. I'm pretty sure I think the loaf passed. I think it passed the nostalgia test because it was just like it. meatloaf knows his way around a power ballad. I'm so I'm just it's yeah. Or possibly we called it nostalgic. I, I rip in peace. Rip to the He's, max. Yeah, rip to the max. He is dead. Right. His okay. name was Robert Paulson. Um, yeah, but uh, if you're interested in that one or not, you should go and check out the nostalgia test podcast. Their most recent episode. Their it would be the April 5th episode. They have uh, episodes out every other Tuesday. So listen to it before the next episode drops. So I don't feel like a horrible person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so they, they emailed, they emailed us on like the Tuesday before recording, but I stopped checking the email because we didn't have to do quote nineties for like two weeks. And then last week, uh, Dane emailed and was like, Oh yeah, we're recording again this week. And I was like, I checked it on Friday. <laughs> They record on Thursdays. Find the Nostalgia Test Podcast anywhere good podcasts are heard. Yes, on your platform of choice. 
And also uh, other another update on me appearing on other podcasts. I won the debate on everything nineties, the, the fan the fan portion. If you listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, uh, Shalina voted for Prime of the Prime Nostalgia podcast and his 2000s TV theme songs. Uh, I feel like there was bias because, uh, you know, uh, he picked shows that she watched as a kid. Um, but I, I, I'm not going to I'm not not going to cry because Shalina didn't pick me. Uh, but the fans, thank you to all you out there of naming 90s that went out and voted um, for the 90s. Uh, and we won. Nineties won. Very good. We that's passed the, that nostalgia test. That's the everything nineties podcast found anywhere. Good <laughs> podcasts are heard. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to be a good host, plugging yeah. things uh, on on your. Yeah, I always I always say on your platform of choice. Um. Yeah. What's up with you? I heard it was. Uh, um. Cold. Yeah. That you know the weather has been interesting in some areas some people are freaking out it's been sort of moderate here it was like in the 60s once and then now it's gonna snow four inches tonight it was in the 90s like three days in a row last week here so i mean that's california i essentially live in like the high desert of eastern washington so it's like kind of cold and windy and then it does get very hot during the summer but it's pretty temperate during the in any case uh it's snowing outside Oh wow! Currently, my while sprinklers you're are going to turn on in the morning and s- water my snowy grass. <laughs> I feel like you should. Well, it might be a death trap for you, but you should go into the garage and turn off the sprinkler system. Ah, no, it's fine. Okay, I don't want it to freeze. So that's Keep, fair. I mean, they just re un. They just re un. Yeah, re un un winterize them or whatever you want to say. I guess that's that's true, but wouldn't it freeze out the emitters? Winterize. No, probably not if it's flowing. Okay. I mean, it's supposed to get above freezing tomorrow. So anyway, you're listening to Namely Weather. I mean, is it going to be unfrozen by the time the sprinklers turn on? Or it be above freezing? Later? No, above. Oh, I thought you said it tomorrow. Every other day. So it'll, they'll run tomorrow. Should be fine. And then they'll run t- two days after that. Gotcha. And it should have been dethawed, defrosted, defrosted. Dethawing would be freezing. Dethawing would be freezing, yes. That's what people say dethaw. Who says dethaw? The same people who don't know the difference between your and your. Gotcha. Um, but other than that, no, uh, it's just been more work and and uh yeah, so pretty boring over here. This is good um, podcasting. Good podcasting. Well, because I knew that you were busy with stuff, I went out and watched uh Harry Potter two part three today. Um, hey, what? <laughs> that's <laughs> after your hit piece on uh, J.K. Rowling. Rowling? Last week, yes. Rowling, Rowling, yes. Uh, no, I, I went and saw it. Well, because I wrote that after I realized I was like, why did I buy a Tuesday, a Thursday afternoon premiere ticket for Fantastic Beasts three? Um, that's Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. I was like, Fantastic cisgendered beasts. I. Did, I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy it enough to go on premiere night. <laughs> like I didn't enjoy the last two films to be like, yeah, I should see this when it comes out. But I figured it was a two o'clock uh, airing. So it was like, no one's going to be there. No kids. They'll be in school. Uh, like it was it was great. There's like maybe seven people in the theater. 
I feel like the old clinging to the, well, yeah, but Dumbledore is gay thing is like, yeah, that was progressive like 20 years ago. <laughs> Calm down. You know, well, to be fair. She didn't make him gay until no, I guess it was about 20 years ago now. Uh, no, it was until like after the last movie came out and she was doing all the Pottermore stuff on her website. Um, so maybe like he's only been outed for like a decade at this point. I think last night Kayla had one of the Harry Potter books on audio on audio. I think it might have been the fourth one. The one where uh, Twilight does. I don't know. But it was the one where they were already referencing stuff that happened in the previous books, but like the sorting hat sings this weird song, but like the narrator has to sing it in this like, but it's like an Irish folk song sounding like it's just really weird. You mean something we never would have thought to do as kids reading these books? Yeah, I was just laying there in bed and all of a sudden it started doing that. And I was like, oh, 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 wow. Like, why was he singing it as a leprechaun? That was the thing that didn't make any sense. It sounded like. It was very odd. I don't know. Um, that's funny. Uh, so, but I feel like we should do the Name Me 90s, Name Me 90s review of Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. I don't know if those, like, what secrets? Right. Um, don't see it. Okay. Done. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things that are, well, that is current. Speaking of things that aren't current that I took a long time to get into, started watching Shit's Creek. Oh, nice. I I watched it at the beginning of the year, I think. It um, is um, amazing. Yeah. I It was one of those shows like, wait, my parents tried to put on a couple episodes like at the beginning of the pandemic, so two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And I watched like the first one or two and I was like, when do I laugh? <laughs> but then Kayla assured me that it would get funny and it's like, it's like hysterical. Oh, yeah. Um, by the end of it, you're just like, it's you're in hysterics. You love the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did a good job of like the first season. They are terrible people the entire time. <laughs> like maybe Alexis, uh, starts to have like some character growth, but like most of the characters are just terrible. But at people. the end of the each season, they seem to have like some growth in those right. later episodes. Right, right. But, um, Oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, I mean, you had the rolling commentary when I was doing it. I'm like, I think I was about half half a season to a full season. And I'm like, I don't know if I should be rooting or caring for these people. Yeah, I don't know, but it's 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 very good. Um, I had something to say on it, but now of course it's like oh, Eugene yeah. Levy. It prominently features a, a character who's a veterinarian. Oh. Thought you were um, say it probably features a character who's gay. I mean, and there's certainly some inaccuracies with the veterinary side of things. Like, there's no possible way he could operate that practice with like just a receptionist. <laughs> That's a fair point, but the, it's like a town of like five people. I know, but you can't hold an like you can't do things oh, to an animal without someone to hold it. That's fair. And she isn't allowed to touch the animals, Alexis. So. <laughs> She wears um, scrubs to work. Why, why is she not? It's a great animals? show. I don't know. So uh, if you haven't taken the dot, taken the, the plunge and watched Shit's Creek, I'd recommend it. Nice. Shall we travel? Let's do it. Uh, hey, Brandon, what was going on in April of 1994? Oh, that's a good question, Andrew. Travel back with me, Andrew, and listeners, if you will. To, why don't I ever invite you to travel back with me? 
I don't get to travel back. Uh, baby monitor's dying again. Do you need to check on your child before we do this? No, he's asleep. Just beeping at me. Do I need to edit that out? <laughs> well, no, I don't care. Continue. All right. Travel back with me, listeners, if you will, to April of 1994. That that's where we're going, right? Yeah, that uh, sounds the, right. On the first, diddly do, diddly do, diddly do. On the first, on the first, the it is the fifteenth anniversary of Nickelodeon. On the second, Final Fantasy VI is released in Japan on the Super Nintendo. Uh, this was released as Final Fantasy III in North America on October eleventh um, of this of this nineteen ninety four. That's that's one of the great ones. Apparently, people are always like Final Fantasy six slash three. It's a good one. Uh, on the third, the first roster of the Colorado Silver Bullets is announced. The first all female pro baseball team. I didn't know that was a thing. Neither did I until I researched it. On the fourth, the first game is played at Jacobs Field. Cleveland uh first game is played at Jacobs Field, which is Cleveland the Cleveland uh are we still the Cleveland to say that? Commanders. Yeah, is that what they are now? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's Washington. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh Cleveland baseball team. Uh and they beat the Seattle Mariners four three. First game at Jacobs Field. Uh on the fourth, also on the fourth, the fifty-sixth March Madness ends. That's the NC Delay Men's Basketball Championships. Arkansas beats Duke 76-72. On the fifth, Kurt Cobain, lead singer of of Kurt Cobain, mm, lead singer of mm, Hansen. <laughs> kind of looked like it. Uh he dies of a shotgun wound to the head. On the sixth. A plane carrying Rwandan president. I can't say that. Habiarimana and a Burundian president. Okay. It shot down. I'm sorry. I did, I, for, I did not put a pronunciation guide in my nose. It shot down by surface to air missiles, abruptly ending peace negotiations and sparking the Rwandan genocide. Uh, the following day, those responsible have never been identified, and the genocide lasts into July with over half a million estimated Tutsi deaths. And something about Don Cheadle. Uh, Hotel Rwanda. Was that Don Cheadle? Yes. Uh, on the seventh, the Vatican commemorates the Holocaust for the first time. Go Catholics. 1994. <laughs> uh, on the 14th, Turner Classic Movies channel debuts. Uh, TCM. On the 18th, Arsenio Hall announces he'll end his show in May. I believe that's the talk show. In anticipation uh, of being on martial law for two seasons in the late 90s. Right. Uh, <laughs> also on the 18th, President Nixon suffers a stroke and passes away four days later. Also on the 18th, Roseanne Barr Arnold files for divorce from Tom Arnold. Also on the 18th, uh, Moses Arias is born. Do you, do you know who Moses Arias is? Is he the reincarnated person of Richard Nixon? Uh, it was four days later. Never mind. Right. Um, his soul transferred in that time. Uh, okay. He is the character Rico from Hannah Montana. Uh, I believe that was the annoying kid that always followed them around. On the 21st, 
for the first extrasolar planets are discovered by astronomer Alexander Wolz. Nope. Wolzson. Wolzson. I don't know. Close enough. On the t- sorry, Alexander. On the 25th, 14 inches of snow fell in the San Fernando Valley region of Southern California, causing people to freak the F out. I bet. April 25th. On the 27th, Freedom Day, the first multiracial South African elections happens or begins. I believe they had like a multi-day election process. And on the 28th, The Simpsons broadcast their 100th episode. And TV premiering and ending in April of 1994. On the first, we have Sister Sister on ABC premiering, starring Tia and Tamara. Tamara. <laughs> you really know how to get someone's goat. On yes. The, uh, the Maori sisters, uh, the Twitches. Remember Twitches? Nope. Uh, do you, it stands for Teen Witches. Oh. No. It was a movie that they're in on the Disney Channel at one point. On the fifteenth, Space Ghost Coast to Coast premieres on Cartoon Network. Also, or on the sixteenth, All That premieres on Nickelodeon. And on the twenty-second, Dennis Miller Live premieres on HBO. And in the box <laughs> office, was that a? I, I wasn't looking at the at the screen. General Raspberry being blown at okay. Dennis Miller. Uh, in the box office on the 8th, Andrew's favorite, Leprechaun 2. Not starring Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Not starring Jennifer Aniston, but Warwick Davis is in it. Uh, <laughs> on the in the Billboard charts, number one for April of 1994. And for March for the first week is The Sign by Ace of Base, but is dethroned for the rest of the month by Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. Before regaining, uh, before The Sign regains number one status, in May, continued I mean, on. I yes. saw the sign, and it and opened it up my bumped eyes. Bumped and grind. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally, after two years of doing this program, Andrew recognizes the song. Yeah. Uh, continuing on for the third week of April, nineteen ninety four. You can go back to early episodes of of Naming Nineties where I'm like the sign by Ace of Base, and Andrew's like, huh? The who? The what? Uh, number three, without you, by Mariah Carey. <laughs> Number four, mm, 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 mm. <sighs> that's 12 M's with Yummy. Four, three spaces uh, by the Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> Number five, The Power of Love by Celine Dion. Number seven, What a Man by Salt and Pepper featuring In Vogue. I don't remember if it's In Vogue featuring Salt and Pepper or the Salt and Pepper I think featuring it's In Vogue. Salt and Pepper featuring. I think that's correct. But the YouTube video always like switches it around. I feel like um, number eleven, Gin and Juice by Snoop Doggy Dog. He was Snoop Doggy Dog at this point. Uh, number thirteen, Baby, I Love Your Way. Uh, the cover, the Peter Franklin cover from Reality Bites by Big Mountain. Number fourteen is Loser by Beck. Number twenty is Breathe Again by Tony Braxton. Number 21 is Mary Jane's The Last Dance by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Number 22 is Rock and Roll Dreams Come Through by Meatloaf. And and number 23, we have Groove Thing by Zane. 
Zahane. Zahane. Zahane with an H. All right. Well, should we go over to Brandon for the Namely 90s Minute, Brandon? Sure, Andrew. Let's go over to Brandon for the Namely 90s Minute. And here he is. Welcome back to our mid-episode break, Namely 90s Minute. Every week, we take a look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of Nicolas Cage returning to theaters in the unbearable weight of massive talent, we are looking back at one of our favorite 90s Nick Cage movies, The Rock. The Rock is a 1996 action thriller starring Bond, James Bond, Ghost Rider, The Guy from the Abyss, and Kyle Reese from Terminator. The plot of the movie revolves around a small team of Navy SEALs with the Scottish Spaniard and Con Air leading, trying to rescue hostages taken on Alcatraz by a rogue group of Marines who are threatening to hit San Francisco with a nerve gas unless they get $100 million to the next of kin of military members who are on a black ops mission that went awry. But this is a Michael Bay movie, so who cares about the plot? We want explosions and a car chase in a Hummer down the hilly streets of San Francisco. It's all like kapow and and okay, fine. This was early on in Bay's career and it wasn't as unhinged as his later work. The heart of the story revolves around You're the Man Now Dog being a British spy who has been imprisoned in the US for 30 years and was the only inmate to ever escape Alcatraz. Also, he has a daughter, the love interest in Meet Joe Black, who lives in San Francisco, but they're estranged. So he signs up for the mission to get a pardon, which is immediately ripped up after he signs it. After disabling the nerve gas missiles and defeating the terrorists, yes, white Americans can still be terrorists, not the bees, lets Dr. Henry Jones Sr. ride off into the sunset, but not before they tell him where the microfilm he hid 30 years ago was. Again, it's a Michael Bay movie. And that's The Rock in a namely 90s minute, more or less. And now back to the show. Anywhere you want to go? Hmm. Why don't you, why don't you take it? Yeah, let's go to Alcatraz. Um, well, I feel like I wrote something about that first all-female baseball team. Is that still a thing? No, oh. I, I do not believe. They and are. so specifically baseball, not yes, softball. Not softball. Huh. Um, Intriguing. Yeah. So Colorado Silver Bullets. Um, it, so, you know, it's not, it's not like an MLB team, obviously. It was. Uh, right. But they they went around. And I think they played like maybe double A and triple A. Um, but yeah, they they played forty four games during their first season and one hundred ninety five games over a four year period. Um, they played like n- n- navy bases and huh. Um, who else? They're mostly top college softball players, or were. Um. Yeah, it, I I found it mildly interesting because I didn't know that it existed. They That's about some... the extent of my interest. Fair enough. That it uh, didn't exist, and I didn't know about it. It yeah. did exist, and I didn't know about it. Right. Um. Yeah. I just I thought that was an interesting footnote in history. All American Girls Professional Baseball League. Oh, it was the first such team since the All American Girls professional baseball team there's no crying in baseball exactly it probably might have been what caused Coors Brewing to think we should have an all-female team of baseball players um because that was around the same time wasn't it 
1993 was uh, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about Kurt Cobain's death? Sure. I don't know a lot about it, but uh, I know that we, we, people think he committed suicide or that's the official story. The official story is he committed suicide. Conspiracy theory is Courtney Love did it. Um, I've, I I say that as a joke, which is not funny because it's, you know, the father of her child. Well, no, she's dead too, so. Is she? Yeah. Did she die recently? Courtney Love. Uh, wait a second. Who died? There was someone that died. Uh, Why am I thinking it was her? Well, the the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers died recently. Or did she like overdose or something and then live? Maybe that's what it was. Uh, yes. That's among, what I was remembering. I was remembering the overdose. I thought she died for some reason. Among other things. <laughs> yes. she. I believe she's overdosed and lived. Um, well, good for her. <laughs> right? She has a hearty constitution. Uh, I don't know. Isn't isn't the murder stuff your your kind of podcasty thing? Yeah, but I haven't. They, they don't do like a lot of celebrity murders. Okay, well, uh, editor throwing the uh cheesy um murder music on April eighth, nineteen ninety four. Kurt Cobain, the lead singer and guitarist of American rock band Nirvana, was found dead at his home in Seattle, Washington. It was determined he had died three days earlier on April 5th. Seattle Police Department incident report stated that Cobain was found with a shotgun across his body and had suffered a visible gunshot wound to the head and that a suicide note had been discovered nearby with a... It was actually discovered in a planter with a pen through it. It was confirmed confirmed that Cobain had died by suicide. Conspiracy theories that Cobain was murdered have spread, mostly by podcasters like myself. You've never listened to a true podcast, have you? Because that's just, that was like a weird news report. <laughs> no, weird news report is on March 31st, 1994, Cobain left the rehabilitation center he had checked into the day before, Exodus Recovery Center, by scaling a six foot wall. On April 2nd, Cobain took a taxi to a Seattle gun shop where he received a receipt for firearm shells. Cobain told the taxi driver he wanted to buy shells because he had been burglarized. Should I keep shifting? Bur- burglarized. Yeah, yes, sure, instead of it. burgled. Yeah, he d- I'm done being burgled. <laughs> On April 8th, Cobain's body was discovered in a greenhouse above the garage at his Lake Washington Boulevard East house by a VECA electric company employee, Gary T. Smith, who arrived that morning to install security lighting. Smith thought Cobain was asleep until he saw blood oozing from his ear. He also found a suicide note with a pen stuck through it inside a flower pot. A Remington Model 1120 gauge shotgun purchased for Cobain by his friend, Eugene Dylan Carlson, was found on Cobain's chest. It had been legally purchased by Carlson at Stan Baker's gun shop in Seattle. Although conductor David Woodard had built a dream machine for Cobain, Rumors that Cobain had been using the device heavily in the days leading up to his suicide were contradicted by later reports. This is all from hell's a dream machine. A stroboscopic flickering light art device. Probably like balances your gamma waves and whatever so you fall asleep. I don't I don't know science. Uh 
Weird. Cobain did not want the gun purchased in his... Uh, I don't know just, why. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so... Um, apparently, uh, people, like, once a month, Seattle PD re- receives at least one request. Oh, weekly. Weekly. Through Twitter. Mostly through Twitter to reopen the investigation, which they didn't have to f- amend the report that someone has requested them to look into it. On a weekly basis, I think there has know, to be uh, actual. Uh, there has to be actual evidence to be able to reopen it. You know, right? But you, st- but they still have to take like the request as, uh, uh, like mark down the request. Yeah, they're too busy uh, tear gassing minorities to deal with this. Yes, and not corralling the homeless population, houseless right. population. Um, the shotgun was not checked for fingerprints until May 6th, 1994. That that's, mm, that's what set that's people off. shoddy police work folks. Although the King County medical examiner noted, um, there are puncture wounds on inside of both the right and left elbows. Mm, that's curious. Yes. Yeah, as if he shot a gun into himself, into himself or heroin. Oh, right. That, <laughs> that puncture wounds. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, which they took his gun guns away twice in the previous 10 months and heroin. Or maybe uh, he was injecting himself with a disinfectant on the advice of president Donald Trump. Right. Cause Cobain <laughs> would be the kind of guy to do that. Um, uh, I'm missing one. If we one could just other. find a way to get light inside of the body, that would be the way to kill COVID. <laughs> things our former president actually said uh, <laughs> um that's uh, wind is not a renewable resource <laughs> wind wind will die eventually yes um uh, what yeah i feel like i'm missing something but that's all i have in the notes from wikipedia wikipedia Obviously, a deeply disturbed individual. Yeah, um, I didn't play in the band Disturbed, but Disturbed. I mean, we talked about we talked about Nirvana before, and we talked about um, I think it was the MTV Unplugged performance, which was like a month or two before this happened. Um, I don't know if I mentioned back then. I have so I have a documentary on DVD about Kurt Cobain called Kurt Cobain About a Son. I recommend it if you like Nirvana or Seattle music or grunge rock, I guess, um, alt rock, anything, anything Seattle nineties rock. It's a great, great little thing. Um, Andrew doesn't No, I remember nothing or do, 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 how do you feel about Nirvana? I mean, I feel like some of their music could be good. Very, very firm stance from Andrew on that. Um, it's just not my really my genre. Not your genre. Well, uh, Can I just, this yes. is totally well. It's slightly off topic. It's about music. I read an article in a newspaper that Bad Religion was in town like three days after they were here, and I was like, uh, but uh, uh, it was very disheartening because I would have gone to that so hard. Do you not follow them on the socials? I don't know. They like there are a thousand and Spokane sucks. Why are they here? I don't know, but apparently it was really good and I'm sad. 
That's unfortunate for you. Um, but they promised they would come back. They said the crowd was so electric. They always say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and someone filed that as as news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, wow, slow news day over there at uh, KXLY. Band says they'll return because crowd was so electric. Um, all right. Speaking of electricity, all that. Is this just a Brandon episode? Do do you have? Is there nothing? I mean, I know of all that. Okay. Uh, I know Obviously. that you hate vital information with Lori Beth Ginsburg. I mean, Ginsburg, Ginsburg, Ginsburg. Dang it. Um, we did that twice. Yeah, I don't know. I that is. I mean, I don't know if I hated it. I just remembered it specifically, and mm-hmm. it bugged me. And you thought that was uh, uh, Nick News with Linda LP. I did. Mm-hmm. You did it's, say you liked the Keenan bathtub thing when I brought it up. Um, let's see if it's. Um, yeah. So all that. Andrew, why don't you tell the people what all that is? All that. <clears throat> is not appearing on my oh boy all, all right. that is a all that is an american sketch comedy television series created by brian robbins and mike tallin the series originally aired on nickelodeon from april 16th 1994 to october 22nd 2005 lasting 10 seasons and was produced by tollin robbins productions and by schneider's bakery in season 10 which the, was not in the 90s the pilot episode was originally shown as a special sneak peek on April 16th, 1994, with the show officially debuting as a regular series on December 24th, the same year. I guess the kids' choice words was, was also on April 16th, 1994. Fair bet. Hmm. Uh, the series features original short comedic sketches and weekly musical guests aimed, at, aimed toward a young audience. Its sketches parody contemporary culture and are performed by a large and varying cast of child and teen actors. Early episodes were taped at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Orlando Resort and then moved to Hollywood at the Nickelodeon on Sunset Theater, where other Nickelodeon shows such as The Amanda Show, Keenan and Kel, and Drake and Josh were filmed. All that went on to become a fixture on Nickelodeon for over a decade and has received acclaim for its diverse cast and impact on children's television. The series has spun off several members of the cast in their own Nickelodeon television series with varying levels of success. It has also been marketed in other ways, including an audio recording, books, a feature film, festival tour, and numerous reunions and specials celebrating the legacy of all that. In 2019, Robbins, the current president of Nickelodeon and co-creator of the original series, announced a revival of the series with original cast member Kenan Thompson serving as executive producer with Cal Mitchell later confirmed in the same role. Original cast members Lori Beth Denberg or Ginsburg and Josh, Josh Server also appeared in the premiere episode, which aired on June 15th, 2019, with musical guests the Jonas Brothers. Wow, you read that whole Wikipedia play. Yes, I did. You can, use, you can cut out it if you don't like all of it. But <laughs> no, I was just... I did it. Um, well, with I just minimal wanted to mistake. say... Fresh out the box, stop, look and watch. Ready yet? Get set, because it's all that. Oh, 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 this is all that. This is all that. Wow. 
Check it, check it, check it. Now, this is just an introduction to overload your... uh, Damn it. Now, this is just an introduction to Before I Blow Your Mind. This show is all that, and yes, we do it all the time. Sit your booty on the floor in a chair, ground or in the air. Just don't go nowhere, because everything we do, it's all that. When entertaining you, we all that, my posse and my crew, it's all that. So sit still, because we're coming right back. Oh, oh, oh. This is all that. Oh, this is oh, all that. Oh, O'Reilly's. Oh, oh, auto parts. Oh, this is all that. This is all that. Uh, that was the theme song by Salt and Peppa. Um, featuring in Vogue. No. <laughs> yeah, featuring in Vogue. And I hope it's Salt and Pepper and not TLC. It's TLC. I always do that. Oh, dear. TLC. You're dead to me. TLC. Um, but I remember, so I guess we, we brought it up when you accidentally brought it up an episode or two ago, but, um, Keenan in as the French guy, Pierre, I think Pierre Escargo with the French words. So there's a joke about a dehydrated Frenchman. Yes. Pierre. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I also, there was an episode where Keenan was a chocolate chef. Um, so like every, or an, it was a recurring character. He would like make, he would just have chocolate and then just start eating the chocolate. And that, that reminds me of hand. something. Yes. I, sorry. One moment back to Shit's Creek. You know, the guy who plays Roland. Yes. Roland shit, mm-hmm. which is a funny name. Uh, <laughs> funny name. You know, he's the guy from, I think it's scary movie. Yeah. Uh, he, has, scary like, movie the mess, he has like the messed up hand, but he keeps putting it in all of like the food on the table and like licking S- it off. Scary movie too. Yeah. Chris Elliott. Yeah, um, super funny. Yeah, uh, he, uh, his daughter's on SNL, Abby Elliott. Oh, I um, didn't know that. But he's he's a he's a pretty well known comedian guy. Yeah, one of the worst characters on the show, but that's why it's funny. Uh, but his top billing <laughs> is Scary Movie Two, Shit's Creek, and there's something about Mary. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he was Lily's mom and how I met your mother. He was the neighbor on Everybody Loves Raymond. I is think. the mullet a gag or is that his normal air? Uh, you know, I don't know. Like half the time, I want to say yes. Oh, no, I, I think it's a shtick. He's bald. Oh, huh. yeah, that's right. It must be a bad wig. Oh, it's so bad. You. You know, you feel like he's been in more things. I also like confuse him for the guy um, in Home Alone. Okay. Like uh, in my head, the robbers are uh, Danny DeVito and Chris Elliott. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all, but yeah, still funny. Yes. Oh, he was in the night professor too. He's in Kingpin. He was Bob and Osmosis Jones. Don't know what that, wow, don't know what that is. Osmosis Sounds stupid. It's a terrible, terrible animated movie. Um, directed by the Farley Brothers. Didn't know that. Chris Rock and Lawrence Fishburne. Anyway, uh, all that. Repair man, 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 man. Was Kel. Kel Mitchell played the superhero who repairs things. Repair man, 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 man. And then. Uh, that's what good burger, good, good burger came from Kel's character. Do you know what Kel says for good, good burger when someone, uh, 
Welcome to Good Burger. Uh, home of the Good Burger. How, may I take your order? Nice. Well done, yes. Andrew. Yes. And then, uh, Useless knowledge. Um, Amanda Bynes got her start, I believe, on all that, where she was the youngest cast member until Christina Kirkman. Um, which which sketch did she do? The one where she goes to rehab? Is that her? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, she's <laughs> the one that threw the vase out of the window when they were checking on her. Doesn't she also have a conser- conservatorship? She does, and they're trying to end it for her as well now that Britney's free. Now that Britney's free and then immediately announced that she was pregnant, by the way. Right. Like three weeks later. Yep. Good for her. Mazel tov. <laughs> and then she got married to that dude and great started just taking photos uh, on her iPad of herself without clothes on and posting it to Instagram. It's the American dream. Really? We're, we support the free Britney movement. Uh, She's an influencer. That's fair. Well, I mean, both her and Rihanna are having like, haven't put out an albums. I just saw the meme. It's like, they haven't put out an album since 2016 and are currently pregnant in 2020. What if you came out? What if you became a, an influencer on the flu and you could just call yourself a fluencer? Thought about this the other day. Why wouldn't you go with influenza or Influ- influenza? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's good. Amanda Bynes was in the ask, ask Ashley sketch, which um, she would get letters from people that were extremely dumb and she would read it out loud and she would go, dear Ashley, that's me, dear Ashley. And then it'd just be like, I don't know how to tie my shoes. Every time I put on my shoes, I walk out the door and trip. Will you tell me how to, will someone please tell me how to tie my shoes? And then she just like goes off and like, sounds like a, like an, an angry Jewish comedian from the 19. 19- 80s and like you gotta stink and tie your shoes before you go outside if you can't tie your shoes put on some sandals and she was just like i don't know she's the lewis black of her day pretty much it was like lewis black pre-lewis black um but yeah i the one thing i really loved about all that and i don't know if we mentioned this last time we brought it up but um it was it was snl for 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 kids, it was SNL for people our age back then, and uh, like it, they they took the time and the care to they got TLC to do the intro. <laughs> like TLC were like towards the top of their game at that point, and they made a kids television TV theme. Um, I think the problem is it sounds completely unwatchable for adults. Now that we're adults, it sounds. Now that- horrible yes uh i watched a few clips in preparation for this episode and the older the older episodes that i watched well i didn't watch full episodes i watched clips they're they're all on youtube now um you know the ask ashley stuff was kind of funny um you know it's clearly it's clearly kid themed but uh like the humor the humor is timeless it's just it's skewed towards kids unfortunately right. and then, well uh, yeah. i i clicked on one they're like comparing like season one characters to the current season characters and uh like it was bad it was the current the current all that is like they've lost the heart of the show where it's like 
smart humor, but for kids. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like, clearly an adult wrote this. Whereas an adult did write it in the past, but it was also, I don't know. That doesn't sound right because I'm saying it's smart humor for kids. I, I don't know how to explain it properly. The The sketch that I saw was like kids at a middle school dance. And then like, they would go up and just be like, sup. And then the girl would be like, hi. And then they would run back to their friends. Yeah. And I see what like, you're saying. It's like totally dating right now. It's, it's written by an adult. To, From the perspective of it, to cater as to cater to you know kids, whereas when it was originally written, it was written by adults as if they were kids. There you, you go. Know? That's yeah. what it is. Yes. Um. Thank you for 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 putting that together for me. Sure, that's what she said. Anywhere else you want to go? Because we don't have three topics know. unless the silver bullets count. Space ghost. That was something I feel like I saw on Adult Swim randomly it was one of the first uh, adult swim things yeah like adult swim where everything starts at seven after the hour which doesn't make any actual sense <laughs> uh okay let's let's do space ghost coast coast oh, I prepped God. It. um it is an american adult animated comedy talk show created by mac mike lazo um it's a reimagined version of the 1960s hanna-barbera cartoon character space ghost where he's like just a it's <laughs> So the original thing is like he's some superhero that flies through space or whatever and fights these characters that are now on his talk show. Um, it was like a they called it a surreal spoof talk show and uh, it animated. Um, it was probably like the progenitor of all the weird, dumb, uh, like late night Cartoon Network stuff. Um, progenitor good word thank you uh because it, I, I mean it's like the f- it spawned what did it spawn it spawned cartoon planet the brack show harvey birdman attorney in law that one spawned like four other spinoffs um it's influenced c lab 2021 and oh wow it's now 2022 that's funny they've made that like Anyway, and Aqua Teen Hunger Force, like all the stuff that Andrew probably hates and I can hardly stand watching. It's the, well, the problem with Adult Swim is it like is Adult randomly Swim. on after my show turns Family off. Yes. Whatever show I'm watching, my, the DVR comes off or the on demand and it like goes back to the last channel you were on. Right. Peta. Which can be Cartoon Network. The side boob hour. Yes. The side boob hour. And it. and it's just like, why is there a shake fries and meatball talking to a ugly landlord? Yeah, that. Yeah. Well, okay. I kind of liked. So I kind of liked. Um, I liked Space Ghost Coast Coast mostly because I didn't understand it. I'll be I'll, I'll be That's frank. Fair. I was a kid. I didn't understand it. Most of the jokes. Um, Brack was like this praying mantis thing and. Uh, he would always like berate Space Ghost when Space Ghost is trying to just like have a normal show, interview someone. And uh, then um, there was some engineer guy that eventually went to the Toonami block for some reason. Um, don't remember who that was. Uh, but yeah. Um, if, if you remember Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, tweet at us. Tweet. I don't. 
tweet at us. <laughs> oh, you're not talking to me. <laughs> no, no. Tweet uh, us at namely 90s with nine zero as. Because uh, that's it for this week's edition of Namely 90s. <laughs> Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. And, you know, I just want to say we are four episodes out from our two year anniversary special. If you remember last year, we did an, it was like a two hour special, was it? Um, yeah, close to. And uh, it was like a recap of the, the year. We had people congratulating us and whatever. And, um, we, we did a, our top five favorite moments from the season or year, not, not season year. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to do it again. Cause you know, instead of celebrating our hundredth episode, which is two episodes from now, we are deciding to go for a yearly thing. Yes. It'll be two years, which puts a lot of pressure on us to do a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. But if you want to send us congratulations, um, record like a one to three minute thing. It could be a skit. You could sing us something like they did last year. You could just say, Hey, love you guys. Great job. Hey. Um, shout yourself out while, while you're shouting us out. And uh, it might end up in the episode. If you send it to namely nineties with nine zero S at gmail.com. And, uh, from there we will be able to, um, try to put it in the show. So, uh, we need those by May 1st, Sunday, May 1st. So yeah, just, just if you are out there, if you're listening to a current episode, namely nineties, this current episode of namely nineties, and it's before May 1st, 2022, uh, record yourself on your phone notes and email it to us. Anyway, uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s90s or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at NamelyAndrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Repair Man, 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 Man. Deezer, tune in, IR, good pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time. That's a forecast every night. <laughs>